Salaway Omnis. My name is Carter Fahey and I'm here in Boston on this beautiful Spring Friday. Today we're going to be talking about Roman politics in the 70s BCE as discussed by Federico Santangelo in his article Roman Politics in the 70s BC, A Story of Realignments. It's important to note as we go into this discussion that the politics of this time period, as with all historical politics, are impossible to pin down specifically, and this is just due to the nature of time and human progress. The 70s BCE are extra difficult to analyze, however, for a variety of reasons. There are a few records of Roman political life in Rome during this time, and the records that we do have are focused on a few main events and people. This period is not covered by Cicero's correspondence, and there are very few notable speeches from the period that survive today. Plutarch's biographies, an important historical source, largely cover events towards the end or after the 70s, with some exceptions. Appian's Civil Wars does somewhat discuss this period, but it mainly focuses on military events and leaders, largely ignoring the political realm except where it intersects with the military. What does exist from this period mainly focuses on the consulship of Pompey and Crassus in 70 BCE, an important political partnership with many repercussions, but certainly not the only important political topic within the decade. This lack of documentation makes it extremely difficult to pin down the political motivations of important figures during this period, such as those of Lepidus, who we'll discuss later. With all of that being said, we'll begin with the reactions to the legacy of Sulla's dictatorship, as it sets the stage for many of the political issues in the 70s. Many see the 70s BCE as a decade of political repositioning in direct response to Sulla's policies, but there are two main arguments that emerge when discussing this repositioning. Some argue that the Solon system was ruined by the reform of the tribunate and the supposed declining power of the senatorial order, which we'll examine more closely in a moment. Others view the senatorial class as maintaining power through the 70s as a direct result of these political adjustments. Whatever the argument, it is clear that the 70s were full of political changes. While we may not have a full idea of reforms that took place during the 70s, we do know of some important changes. Pompey and Crassus returned some of the power taken from the tribunate by Sulla to the position during their consulship in 70 BCE. This was a defining political issue, and a divisive one as well, as some believed that this took power away from the senatorial order. Lepidus was an outspoken critic of this change, and thought that consuls could handle issues without the exclusive link to the people that the tribunate maintained. The censorship was also revived, and criminal courts were reformed. While these policies all directly responded to Solon policies, other Solon policies were maintained throughout the decade, showing that the reforms were not necessarily an outcome of a well-defined deconstruction process. Other legislation that is somewhat rarely discussed relates to the grain supply in Rome. Grain supply was both a critical and divisive issue in Rome throughout history, and was subject to many changes. Lepidus, during his consulship in 78 BCE, renewed the distribution of grain, suggesting that Sulla had made changes during his time in power. There is almost no written evidence of this change, however, so it does remain speculation. There were at least three other interventions in grain distribution in the following decade, showing just how fluid and important the issue was in Roman politics. Senatorial politics also underwent changes in the 70s, both in response to Sulla's legacy and the usual political divisions. Sulla had increased the size of the Senate, a move that was widely debated. Some saw it as making the Senate more powerful, and some saw it as making it less efficient, less prestigious, and therefore less powerful. There were some valid reasons to expand the senatorial order, though, 
as the Mithridatic War showed a need for increased provincial staffing and changes to criminal courts required members of the senatorial order to serve on juries. The Senate size was decreased in 70 BCE, reversing some of Sulla's influence and responding to changes in the court system, which allowed those outside of the senatorial order to serve as jurors. The change in Senate size was also a result of the census that occurred in 70 BCE. Sulla had not performed a census after his victory in the Civil War, so this census allowed Rome to revisit how allies would be integrated into the citizenship and handle the settlement of Sulla's veterans across the territories, as there was local resistance to this in certain areas. So what can we learn from the analysis of these changes? We begin to see that the political changes in the 70s were not necessarily a change in alliances within the senatorial order, but a result of sustained controversy regarding a wide variety of issues. Controversial topics did not solely revolve around Sulla's policies, although they did have an impact. It is better to view the politics of the period as less of a reaction to Sulla's legacy and more of a reaction to political and economic issues that were a result of a combination of different factors. I hope you learned something from this segment, even if it was just that grain distribution was a big deal in ancient Rome. Look forward to more analysis and discussion in the future on this podcast. Wale!